welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in the series on powerful daily habits, improve mental health. Now, that sounds like a statement more than a question or more than an informative statement, but that's because it is. This is a fact. There have been many, many, many studies that have shown that when you have powerful daily habits, they actually do improve mental health. And that's what we're getting to the bottom of on all of this. So I've covered a lot of material so far. And if you're just now joining us, I would encourage you to go back to the very beginning as we are moving into part nine on this. So we're a little over a week into it. And there's been a lot of information divulged from the very beginning of this. So please go back and listen. We've talked about um, the the importance of understanding uh, why you need to have these powerful habits. We also talked about how foundational insights um, are, well, we talked about foundational insights that are critical to it. Creating purpose and destiny, critical assessments that you can make, bedtime and wake time habits. We also talked about creating a powerful destiny and critical assessment. We've we've talked about a lot of information that I believe can help you, including taking control of stressful thought patterns and altering damaging brain health patterns. And patterns is really the key word here because really it's the patterns that we have every single day, whether we really, we realize it or not, that are affecting us in the long term. And it's those patterns that we need to pay attention to and identify. And that's maybe the key word here is identify. And unless we can identify what those patterns are and how they may be affecting us, we can't get a resolve. It's sort of like a doctor diagnosing an illness. We need to realize what symptoms we have until we can diagnose what's wrong and then begin to treat it. Okay. So please go back to the very beginning. If you're just now jumping in and listen from that point to now and catch up. Now, each of these series is only seven minutes or or episodes, I should say. And, and, um, and I try to do these always in series so that you can catch up quickly if you need to. So the next habit, powerful habit that I want to talk about is list making. Now, if you're already a list maker, hang in there because I'm going to share some things you may not know about list making. First of all, did you know that when you make a list, you actually retain the information longer than if you didn't make the list? How many times have you made a list and you found yourself remembering it without even looking back at it? That's because you have to turn on both right and left centers of the brain to make it happen. Writing a to-do list at the beginning of the week or beginning of the day can help you plan what you need to get done, prioritize that plan, and organize it to execute the tasks on the list. Plus, nothing will slip through the cracks and you will feel much more on top of your game in knowing what you need to do and when you need to do it. Now, what I like to do is at the beginning of the week, I look at my schedule, my calendar, and all the... uh, Uh, clients I've scheduled, uh, events, uh, speaking events, corporate training, etc. And then what I do is I put those in blue on my list in the appropriate time frames for each day of the week. 
Then in orange, I put in the deadlines that I have to meet in terms of the prep or preparation required for each event or client that I'm coaching or speaking event. And that way I know when I need to get those things done. And they may be repeated several days in a row if I know that it's going to take more than just one day to complete. I may even at times allocate the time frames that I want to spend on it. So say, for example, it's a three-hour project. So I know I want to get it done over the course of three days. So I might schedule it an hour each day, three days leading up to the event, or perhaps even leading up to a day before the event so that I'm not running right up to the last second. Then in yellow, I put in other things that I know I need to work on for either future events or future training or perhaps projects that I'm working on that I know I need to slot in to make sure they get accomplished. And then in green, I put in for each day of the week things that are important to me that I do accomplish, um, but not necessarily, they're not on a deadline or a time restraint. Uh, They just need to get done. And so then those go into the days that I am not overbooked with, say, several blue events or several orange deadlines. That way I can levy out where they can fit in best and feel more organized, okay? And then finally, I put in the uh, no color or blank or clear events. So in other words, they're not highlighted at all. Those things that I'm working on, but they don't have any kind of deadline or prioritization. They're not really... I guess, important, but they are things that I should be working on. And then in gray, I have personal items. So now these things are all put into a spreadsheet I use on Excel. And then when I get them finished, I just, I either move, I either uh, uh, clear them off or perhaps if they're not finished, they get moved to the next day. Um, So this, this helps me to kind of see my whole week at, at a glance in advance and decide what is most important. And, and, and at times, well, actually in the in the morning of each day, I will put numbers on them. So I have another column for numbers. So I will put one, two, three, four, five in the order that they need to be done so that I am starting at the beginning of the day. I'm not just looking at all of my blue and my orange um, without any kind of, you know, uh, order in mind. But I've, I've numbered them in such a way and I have to, I've got kind of a rule in my head All of the orange ones have to be numbered. The blue are automatic. They have to be done. They're on the calendar. They're going to all be automatic. But the orange I number because I want to make sure that I'm doing them in the order of the priority I think is most important for those deadlines. So I I know that's a lot to absorb. I would encourage you to play this back and take some notes because I think this could really help you. But making a list reduces chaos and lends structure to each day. It'll also support your memory. It'll help nothing to fall through the cracks. It will reduce a massive amount of stress because you know you have it in writing. You know that it's on the schedule and it is in the right priority order. And it'll reduce any kind of negative self-talk or any kind of regrets that you might have because you didn't get it done. Well, I hope that's helpful to you today. This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. Thanks for joining me.